Hey y'all, welcome back to Crime, Critics, and Chaos. My name is Shivani. And I'm Shaylin. And, and we're your hosts. Guys, we are actually pre-recording this episode, mm-hmm. so if you're listening to this, we're recording this two weeks in advance, mm-hmm. so we don't know the gender, well I know the gender <laughs> of Shaylin's baby, but Shaylin doesn't know what the gender of the baby is yet, but while you're listening to this, Shaylin will know yes. what the gender of the baby is. So um, we'll talk about that next, next episode, episode, which will be our... <laughs> Season finale! (laughs) So stay tuned because we actually have a surprise for you guys um, on the way that we want to do our finale. Uh, But we'll go ahead and also discuss uh, the gender of Shannon's baby. Yay, I'm so excited, you guys. (laughs) I'm excited for you to find out, too. (laughs) I've been holding the secret, like, for so long now. And I know it's hard. It is! I cannot (laughs) wait to discuss this with you. Well, we'll discuss it very, very soon. So, again, y'all stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. All right, Shannon, are you ready for friend or foe? Yes, I am always ready for games. All right, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay, we're going to start with level one. Okay. All right, so (laughs) this is actually a funny question. (laughs) But what would my last meal be? (laughs) You already know I know. (laughs) Chicken strips. Because that's all you eat, literally, is chicken strips. <laughs> Anything related with chicken. Yes. But definitely chicken strips. Chicken strips and, like... Or a chicken fr- sandwich. Yeah, or fries. <laughs> like, that's definitely... I, I eat, like, kids' meal stuff. Yes. Every y'all, every time me and Shivani go out to lunch, <laughs> she always orders something off the kids' meal, and it really makes me mad. Because I'm like, girl, eat! Like, <laughs> What are you doing with that little bit old kid's meal? Like, that ain't going to feed nobody. <laughs> and I don't even finish that. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all pray for my friend. <laughs> okay, so just because I want to answer this question for you, I feel like your last meal would be, like, seafood. Of course. Girl, you know me. You already know me. So that was a no-brainer. Yeah. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. It would definitely be seafood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your turn. All right. Still on level one. <laughs> What year did I graduate from high school? Girl, we graduated the same year. Exactly. So 2013. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what's crazy was back when, um, I feel like when we were in high school, mm-hmm. it was so popular to have all of our email address as like, mm-hmm. you know, our name and then our graduation year at whatever, whatever right. dot com. So tell me why my email address, again, don't please don't spam me, guys, but my email address is Shivani2013 at blank.com. I'm not going to say the actual email because I don't want to get spammed. But I'm going to try all domains. <laughs> please don't. Don't spend it. Guys, please find something better to do. Please do not spam my friend with emails. Block, 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 block. Like, block unless, all day. Unless you guys want to discuss the case, then please email us. Right, on our Crime, Crime Critics and, and Chaos, Chaos page. Yeah, yeah not her personal one. <laughs> All right, guys, level two. All right. Can I tell you who the third president of the United States was? Ooh. I'm sure you can. You're pretty smart. I, I think I can. Okay, lay it on me. All right, I think it's Thomas Jefferson. You're right. Yay! Yes! <laughs> I knew my friend was smart. I knew my friend was smart. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that, though. Just I know. Y'all need to learn y'all prisoners, okay? <laughs> All right, still level two. Did or do I own a fake ID? I think you did at one point. I mean, who did it? I did. I know. I figured. <laughs> and my mom is going to be listening to this. So she's going to oh. be like, where did you ever get a fake ID? Like, I'm sorry, mom. 
<laughs> but I I had one. <laughs> I don't have it no more because I have no reason to have one now, but I did. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> she didn't get in trouble with it. Don't worry. No, I didn't. I know you did. That I got in trouble with no, it? No, you had a fake ID. Oh, I did. Okay, so I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I got more trouble into, like, lending other people my ID, you know, as a fake ID than mm-hmm. get, having my own fake ID, to be completely honest. No, nobody ever used my ID. <laughs> or my fake ID, like, no. you going to have to get your own player. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, level three. When it comes to showing emotion, do I show it easily, never, or somewhere in between? You always show your emotion. At least to me. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I, I know when you're angry. I know when you're upset. So, yeah, you you can't hide that. Yeah. Because at least not for me. I can't speak for everybody else, but me, because I know you. I think, yeah, for sure. But you definitely know me very well, so I think for sure you can say that I show my emotion to you. Mm-hmm. And then I think other people can probably say that I show their, my emotion to them, too. They mm-hmm. probably won't know why, because I won't let anyone in right. enough to know why. But they can probably guess when I'm not in a good mood. or Yeah. Because I'm, I think I'm such an outgoing person that I'm always, like, you know jolly and outgoing exactly. and speak like I'm always talking and then when I'm in a bad mood I'm not like that so yeah. it's very easy to tell it shows yeah. <laughs> I'm the same exact way so I yeah. can relate like heavily relate to that like you'll know when I'm pissed you'll know when yeah. I'm sad angry you'll see it all like I can't hide my face yeah um mm-hmm. no matter I'll be trying so hard to hide my face facial expressions but I can't like I just can't <laughs> I, I kind of want to cheat and say it's the Gemini in us, but I actually don't even know if that's true. <laughs> I think it is the Gemini in us. And we are both Geminis. I'm sure we said that plenty, many and plenty of times. By the end of our podcast, if you don't know what our zodiac sign is, what have you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, okay. your turn, Shaylin. Still on level three. This is the last question. What do I do when I'm nervous? Mm, that's a good question it's gonna um, be kind of hard is it to you you don't get nervous often but no not really it depends on the cer- the circumstance or the situation yeah of course with anybody but i don't I, ever recall i've ever been nervous yeah, around you you haven't been nervous around me but I, I just from knowing you i would assume that you would just be kind of to yourself and quiet a little bit and mm-hmm. like to yourself like you would be observing everything you wouldn't yes. really be like out there showing me that you're nervous at all you would just be kind of in your little bubble kind of you know observing the situation so you know me yeah you know me so (laughs) I'm definitely not the person to show nervousness because I feel like that's a sign of weakness right I'm with you so you would never see me like nervous even if I'm just sweating bullets Mm -hmm. and I'm just like oh my god I have blood flies all up in my stomach (laughs) you would never know because I would never show it yeah, but you sure. are absolutely right, Shabani. I do have my little bubble that I stay in when I'm in that situation, so you won't tell. <laughs> <laughs> see, we, see, we getting to know each other a little bit more. <laughs> you know? um, I think we've known each other pretty. I think we know each other way better than we thought we did. Yeah, for sure. Because we have very similar characteristics about each other. So yeah, for sure. I think when Shannon and I first met, we both knew we were going to be friends instantly. Because of our vibes that we gave each other. You know what? I think I told you about this before, but when I first met you, I was like, I really want to be her friend. Oh. And I don't say that about nobody. <laughs> like, I am so, like, Shane, I am probably the most unfriendliest person. I was going to say, Shannon and I aren't really people 
person. Right. I, I hate to say it that way, but yeah. I don't just go out looking for friends. I can say it that way. I don't just go out and be like, oh, I want you to be my friend. Let's be friends. I'm not like that. Yeah. But I really, it was just something about you <laughs> that I was like, I really want to be her friend. Like, she seems so cool. Like, it seemed like we would vibe so well. And look, I was right. <laughs> two years later. <laughs> two years later. <laughs> we're destined to be. <laughs> well, that was for of all you guys. Let us know what you think. If you like that or the hot seat. Um, Next time we play the hot seat. Okay. I miss the hot seat. So. All right. Sounds good. So our finale, we'll go back to our hot seat time. Perfect. Sounds good to me. All right. <laughs> Guys, just a reminder, please follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Instagram and Facebook, so join our discussion groups there. We love to hear your thoughts and opinions regarding the cases that we cover. We would also appreciate any reviews that you guys leave us on on the platforms that you listen to us on. Um, that'll help us get our podcast into the feed of other true crime listeners such as you. And I actually want to emphasize on it this week. Um, reason why is because for our surprise next week, we really, really want to get everyone's thoughts regarding all of the episodes that we've covered so far. Yes. So please go ahead and reach out to Shaylin and I, whether it's through text message, through Facebook you know, posts, Instagram. through Facebook messages, yeah. through Instagram, anything. Just re- reach out to us let us know what your favorite episode was um you know engage engage with us let us know what you thought about all of the episodes or what your least favorite episode was your favorite episode was like we are so open to having a discussion because we don't really get a lot of discussions on our platforms which is kind of upsetting because i like to talk me you both like to talk so please y'all go ahead and just engage and let's talk about it it's crazy because shaylin and i will have these conversations with people like in actual life yeah. like people that we know actually physically listen to us and we'll have like uh those conversations like with them physically mm-hmm. and we'll sit there talking about it with these people for such a long time and we're like oh my gosh like we exactly. would we would love to hear those things from other people right. through messages too because obviously we can't you know we can't reach everybody right that we speak to but the people we can't reach like text us let us know messages mm-hmm. um so that way we can you know know what's what you guys think on on how we're doing and, and yeah. what what you guys feel about the case um if there's things that we didn't cover regarding a specific case that you know more about let us know exactly. so that way we i can, love that yeah. yeah i would love for y'all to tell us about that because there are some things and cases that we covered that we miss mm-hmm. uh, we'll go back and listen like, oh dang we didn't put that in the episode but let like let us know what you think. Like, right. tell us. Like, let's talk about it. Let's get a discussion going. Or let us know on, like, especially our disappearance cases. Like, mm-hmm. let us know what you guys think happened to them. Yes. So, you know, maybe we didn't think of it in an aspect that you guys did. So right. we would love to see different perspectives of, of those kinds of things. So let us know um, because we would definitely love to kind of feature that in our um, last episode. Yes, so, I agree. Um, yeah, let us know. All right, Shaylin, um, I believe it is your turn today to tell me a story. It is my turn. I actually have a really, really strange case for you. I mean, all of our cases pretty much have been strange, but this one is going to really throw you for a loop. And I always say that, but I think this (laughs) one's really going to throw you for a loop, so I'm ready to tell you the story. So I feel like (laughs) our next season, we're going to come back with, like, catchphrases, and I can already tell you that Shaylin's catchphrase is going to be, this one's going to throw you for a loop. <laughs> Absolutely. T-shirt. We're just going to put it on the T-shirt, yep. okay? <laughs> throw you for a loop. <laughs> All right. Well, Shannon's drinking water. As always. Again. I'm um, upset about that, but you know. <laughs> and I am drinking Stella Rosa Black. Yes. My yummy, favorite. Yummy. <laughs> um, so grab your wine as it's time to wine, wine and cry. Cheers. Cheers. So the sources that I'll be using to tell the story 
It's everythinglubbock.com and unidentifiedawarenessfandom.com. On February 16, 1982, the badly decomposed and new body of a small female was found on a dirt road in the desert outside of Plainview, Hill County, Texas. The young female was thought to be a white Caucasian in her late teens to early 20s, and when she was discovered, her hands were tied behind her back and her head was decapitated. Yes. Her head was decapitated? Yes, her head was detached Completely? from her body. Yeah. Did they find her head? I'll get into that. So despite the body being partially decomposed, her fingerprints were lifted, but they would not be placed in the database. And when I read that, shit, I'm like, why in the world you did not place her fingerprints in the database if they were lifted? Right. Like, why? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Not at all. So several months later, on October 2nd, 1982, the skull of what was believed to be of a teenage girl or young woman was discovered near Scottsdale, Arizona. Forensic pathologist Dr. Ralph Erdman stated that at the time, he was convinced that the body found in Plainview and the skull found in Arizona had similar characteristics and post-mortem intervals. So basically, they found the body in Plainview, Texas, and then they found a skull all the way in Arizona. In Arizona, and they try to put two and two together. You know how many bodies are found and how many skulls are found in like different areas of the United States? Yes. And what made them think like, huh, those two could be linked? Right? Like why and, and that? How how many like how much or I guess what I'm trying to ask is the distance? Not distance, mm-hmm. because obviously I already know it's a pretty far distance, mm-hmm. but um how f- long apart were the two found? Um, so the body was found February 16th and the skull was found October 2nd. So a few months, it was some pretty yeah. good months. So it yeah. wasn't even like, so see, I'm thinking like maybe it was like a week or something. So no. that kind of makes sense. But like a whole few months and you kind of just linked them automatically. Right. And there had to be oh, something I, that linked the two of them together or the two things together, I guess I should say. That's even horrible for me to say things like, yeah. you know what I mean? But like that, the two body parts, I guess, together. Yeah. So basically, again, like I said, this forensic pathologist, and I do put quotations on that, he believed that the body was from a white female as the skull, and they were from the same age group. So with this conclusion, both the body and the skull were buried together in a cemetery in Plainview under Jane Doe. Please, please, please tell me that this head belonged to that body. Because that's going to be so messed up if you just buried, like, a random head to a random body together. That's so weird. Like, Am am I the only one that thinks that that's, like, so immoral? That is immoral. That's absolutely immoral. Like, if I was ever in that position where I'm decapitated and my head is no longer nowhere near my body, please do not put somebody else's head on my body. Like, I would seriously come back and hunt you for that. (laughs) I don't blame you. I completely don't blame you. No, seriously, though. Like, if you're not sure if that head belongs to my body, then just bury my body separately. Like, I don't need a head. It's okay. Exactly. If you find it, you find it, you know. But don't do that. Like, that is so disrespectful. It is. And that's exactly what they did, though. They literally found a skull 11 hours away from a body 
And five months later, they try to put two and two together and was like, well, they belong to together. Yeah, like they thought it was a puzzle or something. Like, huh, exactly. this fits here. Let's just, yeah, no, that's not how it works. Hey, 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 partners in crime, listen up. Have you been searching for someone to serve you that ultimate glam look, but you just can't seem to find the right fit? Well, I think I may be able to guide you in the right direction. Ms. Tia Edwards is a certified and professional makeup artist located in Houston, Texas. Tia specializes in makeup, ombre brows, as well as brow tint and waxing. Go ahead and follow her on her Instagram at everythingbrows underscore beauty to book your next look. <laughs> Don't worry, you won't be disappointed. And let her know that Crime Critics and Chaos sent you. So according to Unidentified Wiki, Urban was discovered to have falsified autopsies and was convicted on counts of tampering with evidence and perjury, which flawed the theory that the skull and the body belonged to the same woman, which makes sense. So he falsified that whole autopsy. Here's my question, right? Why? Exactly. Like, what did he get from that? Like, usually, you know, people do things for their own convenience, right? Mm -hmm. What did he get out of that? I don't know, but this is not the only autopsy that he falsified. Exactly, and that's why I'm wondering, like, what? why are you doing that? Like, wh what are you getting out of that? Are you getting, like, are you amused by the fuck-ups that you're... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Shivani. We can use explicit language from time to time. All right, well, then let's just get into it. Was he just amused by the fuck-ups that he kept causing? I guess so, because, like, like you said, why? For what reason? It just doesn't make sense. Either you really truly don't know what you're doing or you have a much darker plan. Right. And I mean, if you truly didn't know what you were doing, who the hell gave you that degree? Questions that need answers. So in 2015, the grave of Plainview Jane Doe was exhumed and sent to the Center for Human Identification at the University of North Texas. Okay, question. Mm -hmm. Before you go further, okay. what made them want to exhume the body and start over again? Because of the forensic pathologist that falsified the autopsy. And they figured that out how many years later? It wasn't that long, like, that much later. But, and how did they know, okay, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is, how did they even realize that he falsified it? Like, did he admit to it? Or it's because he falsified others that they were like, oh, he must have falsified this one too. Yeah, he was already under investigation. Got it. So they were so, like, we're going to open yeah. up all the ones that he's done so far. Exactly. Yeah, he was already under the microscope at you know, with these autopsies. So this was nothing new. See, and this is why I'm a huge believer in, like, verifying everything. Even if one forensic pathologist, I would be that investigator. Like, mm -hmm. even if one forensic pathologist is like, yep, the DNA matches, I'll be like, all right, cool. Second person needs to come from the same thing, and exactly. then I'll go arrest the second person, like, that person. Because right. I'm not going to go off of one person. I just need two. I mean, I know it's a, I, trust me, I know it's, costly to do DNA testing and mm -hmm. all that stuff. I completely get it. But if you're not 100% sure, you know, like, mm -hmm. get it tested twice. It's best to be safe than arrest right. the wrong person, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And they do that now. They make sure they get multiple expertise in situations like right. this, not just one, because people do falsify DNA, autopsy exactly. reports, all of that. So, yeah, there definitely needs to be a second opinion when it comes to things like this, because you're missing a lot of evidence, you're missing a lot of information just by you not doing what you're not supposed to be doing and don't know what you're doing. Yeah, so, or just being influenced. Yeah. According to the DNA Doe Project, the theory that they came up with was that the Scottsdale skull and the Plainview body were no match, of course. 
In fact, in 2019, DNA Doe Project suggested that the woman was predominantly African-American. Wow, yes. a whole different ethnicity. Exactly. However, though, as of February of 2022, the official listing on, on the National Missing and Unidentified Person System listed the unidentified woman's race as white. So this is going back and forth. Yeah, they clearly don't have a clear, mm. um, clear, like, not solution, but clear answer on who she was. Right. As far as race. But I'm trying to figure out why you think that she was black. Like, what what made you come to that conclusion? Well, yeah, because when they test your bones, they, they're, they're really testing for like um what's the word i'm looking for um i know what you're trying to say because it it has been proven that certain races have different bone structures yes and that's what they're looking for mm-hmm. but i'm but still if if that was the case why did you go back and say well this woman is white so with that being said could she have been mixed raced that's probably the only thing that makes sense, to be honest. Yeah. Because I feel like the only times that I feel like you, like forensic pathologists are, like, certain mm-hmm. of a race is when they're, like, Native Americans. And that's because they have very distinct features. Right. For some reason. I don't know what it is about Native Americans, but they have the most distinct features. You're absolutely right. So now, like I mentioned before, Shivani, way before this was decided that the skull and the body did not belong to the same person... Investigators had already had doubts due to the involvement of Dr. Erdman. So basically in 1992, Erdman, who performed autopsies for countries across the South Plains, pleaded no contest to charges out of Hockley County that falsified an autopsy. So after he did this one, he falsified another autopsy. So he was sentenced to 10 years probation 200 hours of community service in order to pay $17,000 in restitution. I don't think that's enough. I sure don't either. That is not a punishment. Say, what did that even do? That is not a punishment. You needed jail time. And more than that, did he even get his license taken away? I'm sure he did. He had to because there's no way you would let that man continue to be a forensic pathologist with the amount of falsified autopsy. I don't he think he was saying like I don't think that he was all there. I think he I don't think he was or had the mental capacity to perform his job duties. I agree. There had to be something along those lines to where you kept falsifying that either like I said you were doing it on purpose or you really truly just did not know what you were doing. Yeah, and you wouldn't have gotten certified if you didn't. Exactly. And you just, he had no purpose in doing it. And I think we're focusing so much on this person rather than focusing on the body itself. Right. Um, which is horrible, I'm sorry. But it's just, I think Shannon and I are just so astonished by the fact that this could even happen and the fact mm-hmm. that we let that happen. We, exactly. not as in the public, but investigators let that happen. Right. Um but, again, going back to the body, you know, it sucks for the family members of the victims. Yeah. It sucks for the victims itself that, you know, that they had to go through that. Exactly. You, like I said, that you have missed so much information on properly identifying this woman by you putting a skull that was literally found 11 hours away five months later to a body. What, seriously, what made you even put those two together? Like, why? Yeah. That is so far-fetched. And without proper DNA testing and all that, because you didn't take fingerprints. Yeah. So why? Like, why did you do that? 
I mean, but if the pathologist put them together, and I'm sure he was the one that probably confirmed that the DNA went together, and that's probably why they were like, okay, well, the DNA went together, then we don't need to investigate any further as far as, right. you know, why we need to, why they were 11 hours apart. You know, they were just exactly. like, whatever happened, happened, but DNA doesn't lie, so it is what it is. But little did they know, that was a false report. Exactly. But the only thing he had to go by identifying or putting together these body parts was that they were similar in characteristics and post-mortem intervals. That's still not enough yeah. to, you know, put a body together like that. this was back like in the that. 80s, too. So, yeah. like, there's probably been a lot more, you know, structure in, in um, figuring that out than mm-hmm. what it was back then. True, yeah. So. I, Tom does make a big difference especially in in the in the true crime world right or in the forensic world sorry no you're right it's still true crime forensic you're right it so yeah let's just keep in mind that this happened in 1982 so investigations and dna and all that stuff was not as advanced as it is now so they didn't even have a database like that at all and if it was a database it was very very um it was it was between like law enforcement like tight-knit law enforcement Mm -hmm. like you couldn't access it like you can't now yeah so uh, also think about that you guys Uh, i know it's crazy but it is what it is i guess so at this point serial killer henry lee lucas so do you know who henry lee lucas is no we should cover him one day so he was indicted for murdering the unidentified woman after confessing to killing her so he confessed to killing this Jane Doe. Okay. Now, however, those charges were dropped after he was sentenced to life in prison for another murder, and many of his confessions have been called into question over the years. So this man, he was a really, really well-known serial killer. He confessed to over 100 murders. Yeah. I feel like he's thriving off the attention. Right. I'm sure he did commit some of those murders, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's also thriving off the attention and is just confessing to the murder, some like some of these murders that he didn't even commit. Right. So just to reiterate, in total, Lucas confessed to killing over 100 people with the Lucas Task Force headed by the Texas Rangers who closed 213 murder cases. However, it was eventually determined that Lucas has falsified confessions of most of these murders, which enables law enforcement to bribe him into certain privileges or allowing him to read cold case files in hopes that he will confess. So they kind of gave him a little bit too much leeway because they let him read the files, the cold case files. Yeah, no, they did that on purpose because they wanted to close these cases. So they were like, oh, if he's already confessing, and, you know, might as well let him convince, confess to all of these so it makes our jobs easier. But we have a lower caseload. You know, like, yeah. you just, at this point, you're just trying to close case. You're not no, really trying to, No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's just to lighten their caseload up. They don't, and that they, it makes me so mad because mm-hmm. I'm like, you truly do not care for your job. Like, you care for the job because you you just want to feel accomplished. Right. But you don't actually care for the victims themselves. Exactly. You just trying, like I said, you just trying to close the case because you no longer want to be bothered with it. You no longer want to deal with it because it's too much for you to handle. And I get it. It's a lot of murders, but still properly investigate. Don't just have this man read cold case files in hopes that he will say, "Okay, I'm gonna flip through the pages and oh, I'm gonna say I killed this woman. I'm gonna say I killed this person." Like that's that's yeah. so lazy. 
like the way they're treating it is like the victims and the families of these victims are just a number in their book you know and they're not treating them like it's personal at all which I mean I'm not saying that each victim should be personal to each investigator but I feel like with with the job when you do that kind of job like you do it for a reason it's because you have compassion towards something like this and so you can't just you know let someone falsify a confession Exactly. I would rather the case be cold Same. than you just have someone falsify a confession just because you want to close that case. Right. That's not doing the victim any justice, and that's not doing the family of the victim any justice. So, Or you. Like, yeah, you feel absolutely. like you're accomplished? Like, what did you accomplish? You literally did nothing. It's crazy. So, not surprised, he recanted a lot of these confessions. And at this point, it, it's over 200. So, like, yeah. which one can they... like? And another thing, I would be like, okay, over 200 people? Girl, I don't even know 200 people people's names right off the back of my head. Exactly. Of, like, my family members. And you want him to remember 200, like, names of the victims that he murdered? Right. There's no way. No, no way. way. He's not going to... Even if he did commit 200 murders, you think he's going to remember, like, where he did all of these murders at? Like, no. d- there's no way. He's a psychopath. He's not going to remember half that stuff. You know? But... So, he was convicted of only 11 of these murders. Um, he was also suspected to have committed much more, which we could agree to. He definitely may have committed many more murders than that. Um, nonetheless, we may never know because he died on March 12, 2001. So, we will never know, I guess, how many actual victims is out there that was... Unless there's just, like, DNA that, like, matches his DNA. Right, and... Honestly, with that being said, I'm not even sure if they're going to be able to use that DNA, if they even had DNA. Well, the thing is, is that, he, no, like, to be quite blunt, he's dead. So, right. I, I feel like when the perpetrators are dead, mm-hmm. they do not care anymore to investigate those cases any further. No, they don't. Because they're like, you know what, that person's dead already, so in our eyes case closed yeah whether that's the truth or not whether that was who did it or not doesn't matter in their eyes case closed exactly so as of february 2022 the dna doe project is still working to identify this woman the organization said it has been working to build a family tree based on distant dna matches the organization also stated that the woman found in plain view had dna matches that came from california pennsylvania and several other southern states however the woman only share a low amount of DNA with those matches. So even though they have matches to California, Pennsylvania, and other southern states, it was still very, very low for them to make an actual determination. Right. So at least they have some DNA. Right. Like, you can work with that. Yeah. But I feel like because it's been so long, I don't even know when they're ever going to get to it. Right. You're right. Um... But they have been updates on this case. Like I said, the last update was in February, so they're still working on it. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So, there you have it. That's the Plainview Jane Doe. Interesting case. That's very interesting. I think the part... You were right, though. That one did throw me for a loop, and I think it's because of the whole pathologist situation. Yeah. That one, that's the part that's driving me nuts. Right. I didn't even get into a, a lot of the information on him. They were saying that they found, like, DNA samples of blood all in his refrigerator. Like, I didn't get into all of that, but yeah. yeah. See, that kind of supports my theory that he was literally insane. Yeah, that's all I was like. He's he's insane. There's no other way to describe him. Um, that's all I'm saying. Like, 
would he have a darker motive? Like, that sounds really, really dark. You know what? He That's kind of giving me, like, um, Jeffrey Dahmer vibes right there. Right? Not that he was doing anything right. close to that, but, like, the fact that he had, ref- like, blood in the in his refrigerator, mm-hmm. like, that gives me Dahmer vibes. Yeah, he had oh, blood and, and stuff. Oh, and Shayla, fun fact. Mm-hmm. Dahmer is actually a Gemini. <laughs> I already knew that, and when I found that out, I knew I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of serial killers that actually Gemini's day. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. Please don't judge us. Don't judge Gemini's. <laughs> but there is a lot of serial killers that are Gemini's. And I'm like, bro, why? <laughs> why do you have to be a Gemini? <laughs> But, yes, let us know what you think about that case. Please, you know, comment um, on our Facebook page, Instagram, even email us like we were saying earlier. We would love to get your thoughts and opinions about all of our cases, especially this one, since this is a this is our second Jane Doe case. Yes. So I love Jane John Doe cases. So mm-hmm. I really, truly want people to get engaged and give me your thoughts, because especially with the whole um, controversy of her being white or black, like that's definitely something that we can spark a conversation up with. Um, so yeah, what do you think, Shivani? Yeah, I know. I completely agree. That's uh, you know definitely a, a crazy case that you just told yeah. us. <laughs> um, so let us know what you guys think, and please keep supporting us. Tell your friends, share, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and please subscribe and follow us on whatever platform you're listening to us on, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or YouTube. Um, this will qualify you for a shout out, and unfortunately, we are just out of shout outs. Right. And that's another reason why y'all need to go on our um, social media so y'all can get these shout outs. Engage. We love to shout people out every week. Um, yeah, so when you subscribe and follow, you'll get an immediate notification of our latest episode release, uh, which I know you guys love listening to. Thank you guys so much for listening and all of your support. We couldn't do this without you guys. See ya. See you next episode. Goodbye. Bye.